0: Why, thank you, Lynch. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, chairman of the Building Materials Projectile Staging and Logistics Committee of the Western Reforta Guild of Professional Anarchist Local Chapter 151. Wiley, how are you doing, sir?
1: You know, I'm in a weird kind of mood today. I, I, I I'm <laughs> I'm almost as if, you know, we were going over the show notes before the show. Most as if I just want to scrap the whole thing and talk about philosophy or something. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's kind of mood I'm in
0: today. I mean, just considering everything that's going on right now, dude, I would not even necessarily be opposed to that. <laughs> right, right. Because yeah. like, there's so much just shit going uh, yeah,
1: on. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I feel like sometimes we're just you know covering the same old ground year after year. You know.
0: I, I mean, we in many ways. What have we, we found? Do... Same old fear. No, in in many ways. Wish it, you were here. <laughs> I tell you another thing though like I know we're doing this one on April Fool's day right like, I, I just want to make oh it. yeah it, not, let me like make, make, make a blanket statement right now we will do no jokes on April Fool's Jay no there's nothing that's going no. to happen here this isn't a bit no other than th- to tell you that there is no bit. Right, there's For no April bed. Fools. Yeah, we so whatever we're going to talk about, we're just going to talk about. I hate this fucking stupid holiday anyway. We are. It's not even. It's not even a holiday. It's
1: just more of a. We are semi-professional comedians here. I, I would give us that. Semi-professional comedians. Yeah, yeah. We, we don't play amateur hour, and April Fools is is definitely amateur hour in my opinion. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Just you know, no. It's kind of like. Uh, People who get, uh, you know, totally shit-faced on uh, New Year's Eve or, you know, <laughs> St. Patty's Day or something like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Amateurs. You know.
0: Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't really give a shit. I feel like the, the April Fool's Day is like, you're right, amateur hour. Right. And that when people do it, like if you're going to do something like this, like they're so stupid. Right. At the same time. If someone were to do something to where they involved it, like, it, I would appreciate if there was some, like, if you thought six months out to April Fools. Right. And set something up. Yes. To where it came time in April, fool, like, on April 1st and you did it. Yeah. I think I would have a little bit of respect for that. Right. But, like, other than that. Like, just doing something the day of, and be like, oh, April Fool's. Right. Yeah, I really just, want to punch you in the face when yeah, you do that.
1: I agree. Totally.
0: Like, I want to fight you.
1: And you know what's worse than that, though? Is when the marketing people do some type of April Fool's oh. for some, you know, brand or something like that. And it's it just... It's just stop. It makes everyone buy stop. their item. You know what we need? We need an underground day to do this on. Like, I don't know. Think of... Uh, yeah, uh, you know, I'm just going to pick a random day. Say September 11th. Yeah, you're going to pick a random just Rick, day. pick a random day, fuck, okay. September 11th, and uh, that will be the day that we fuck with everyone on. Yeah, you know? I think that would be a, a good day. Yeah, you know? and and see, then when you do it, there's the actual shock value to it because when was the last time you were actually tricked by an April Fool's joke? I, you I know. Mean, I can't remember. I'm yeah. sure.
0: I've, I'm sure I have been. Uh, but I can't remember though.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think I ever have been. You know, so but I think if we switch it up to September 11th, you know, and maybe something involving airplanes or you know that. Jesus <laughs> Christ, let's just,
2: are we really doing this? Come on now,
1: I'm telling you, man, oh my god, I am just I am so not into uh, going over the news today. I just you know.
0: Um, other- well, hold on, let me let then let, let me start here though. Let's start here. Actually, hold on. There was a philosophical discussion, and we've talked about this before. Yeah, but like I almost wanted to bring it up. I we just, I talked about it again last night, and that goes about like um, the coast. Uh, the populations on the coast and property insurance and how oh god this one again yeah okay yeah. you're right let's, not talk about you're right. <laughs> that's, let's that's, get
1: into this that's one. not philosophical man I'm, I'm talking about why are we here what is the purpose of life you oh know? i got gotcha. you I, I want to go deep shit you know i got gotcha.
0: you
1: well the, but no, i'm not even in the mood for that okay you got any april fool's jokes no, no 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 so
0: there is a We've talked about this before, about the, the the power structure grab between Disney World and DeSantis. Right. And how... They both suck. They both suck. And, right. And so, but I will say this. I do think that Disney did something that kind of made me smile a little bit. Right. And it's how Disney stripped power from Florida government Ron DeSantis' special district board. So what happened was, is that like the day that they change the law in the reed for the reedy creek district to where desantis can now pick the members of the reedy creek district that same day the current district on, um, on on february 8th several dozen spectators took their seats inside the administrative offices of the reedy creek improvement district to attend a previously scheduled public meeting of the special taxing district's board of supervisors After the board members recited the Pledge of Allegiance and approved the previous meeting's minutes, the board president took up the first two agenda items that would ultimately give Disney enormous control over the development of its resort property while stripping away the special district's future power. On the very same day, hundreds of miles away in Tallahassee, Florida lawmakers were meeting during a special legislative session to consider a bill that would replace Reedy Creek District's uh, Disney-controlled board with a panel appointed by Governor DeSantis. Our first action today is to suspend the board meeting and open a public hearing for a second and final reading concerning the developments agreement that we reviewed at our last meeting, Reedy Creek Board President Holmes said. Less than one minute later, with no detailed discussion or and no spectators responding to Hames' invitation for a public comment, the five member board unanimously approved the agreement that gives Walt Disney World Parks and Resorts more control over how it develops its property. So basically, they made a law that... Stripped the board completely of its power, gave it back to Disney. Right. With the King Charles clause. Now, what the King Charles clause is, is that you can't change what they did until 20 years after King Charles's death. Like the monarchy clause. Oh,
2: I gotcha. Okay. Right.
0: And so, like. This board knew that they were about to all be fired anyway, right? Right. So what they did was they said, well, if the next board can't do anything because all of this stuff is you know, legal and stuff. So the board basically said, we can't make any changes unless Disney approves the changes. Right. And then adjourned. <laughs> basically, Mike dropped this motherfucker and was like, I'm out. <laughs> so the new board coming in, any
1: changes they make would have to be approved by Disney. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> nice. yeah.
0: So any changes that they have to do with this is going to be approved by Disney at this
1: point. First of all, let me just say I despise Disney, um, and they should have never had this special authority to begin with. Having said that, uh, DeSantis, uh, he, he just essentially did it because he didn't like Disney's politics. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It's really the bottom line. So he played a political game.
0: Well, hold on. I, but hold. On, let me just say, maybe a different way. Maybe you'll agree with this. Hmm. I wish everybody could have the same thing that Disney had. What do you mean? Like when it came to, c- uh, to control over their area. Oh well, yeah,
1: yeah. I I, I concur with that. Um, that everyone should have autonomy and, and on the property they own. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. that's just that's a fundamental, uh, you know, concept there. So, but yeah, I just have a hard time rooting for Disney and anything because uh, to me that's just pff, screw them. Yeah. But yeah, so it's, (laughs) that is actually a pretty good move. I didn't, uh, I didn't know about that. Yeah.
0: So like, it's, it's just kind of funny that like (laughs) Disney was able to get away with this. Right. And, you know, they they followed all their, all the rules that they can, that they have with it. And so now they're going to have to, like, part of them has to, like the governor's trying to say like this ain't over and they're gonna figure right. something out, but I don't know what they're gonna be able to figure out for this. Yeah. In order to, you know, to do this. And part of me thinks that they knew this was gonna happen. Like again, unless everybody's an idiot, which maybe that's just the case and that the you know, DeSantis and them are a bunch of idiots. But, at this, and which two things can be true at the same time. They yes. could be idiots, and yeah. they could know this was going to happen, right. and they weren't upset about it. Because you didn't hear about it until after it was done. But they had to give public comment, and they had to do other things in order to, um, like, in order for this to happen, there had to be some forewarning to it.
1: Well, it seems like the existing board, um, you know, it knew what they were planning, and and they did the minimal requirement to inform the public in advance. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah, you know what? Yeah, <laughs> on that one, good on Disney. But uh, yeah. yeah, screw them all. So
0: yeah, I understand what you're I understand yeah. why you're saying that. But at the yeah. same time, like part of me, look, when you see two different groups of people that neither one of them that you actually right. like yeah, per it, se. Yeah. Right, you know, but at the same time, you see this happen, you're kind of like, ah, eh, all
1: right. It, it, it's like the Patriots playing the Cowboys. How can they both lose? You yes, yes. Saying. How can they both
0: lose? I want them both to lose. Yes. No, <laughs> no, no. I'm kind of with you on that part. Yeah. That's kind of funny, actually. No, I'm totally with you on that part. Yeah. Um. All right. So, and again, th- th- there's major things that have gone on this week, but we are not necessarily putting these in the order in which no, no, the, 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 is... the major things that have happened. So, but the next thing you put up though. Was the TSA flag for holding?
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, a, uh, a, uh, uh, what is it? LA Chargers now. I was going to say San Diego Chargers. An LA Chargers football team, uh, for those of you non sports ball people, uh, was, uh, is accusing the TSA of sexual assault (laughs) because they got, they got a little too grabby with him at the airport. Uh, and this is, uh, uh, who is it? Uh, Sebastian Joseph Day, uh, so he is a, uh, a defensive end, and he uh, he told uh, he he reported on Twitter that uh, quote I really just got sexually assaulted by TSA at John Wayne Air um, after I asked the gentleman to please stop because I'm uncomfortable and I feel that this part of the check is unnecessary after he felt what was needed the Chargers defensive lineman uh, Sebastian uh, Joseph Day wrote in a tweet on Friday. Quote, then he told me I was the problem after three TSA agents swarmed me. So apparently because he complained, um, then they just took it to the next level. Um, Joseph Day called the incident with the TSA extremely unnecessary and dehumanizing, adding that he feels he'll have to jump through hoops just to file a complaint on the situation. Um, so, you know, it's it's nice to see uh, someone with a platform uh, being abused by the TSA because as we know, the TSA is a uh, basically it's a overreaching government organization that uh, sexually assaults people and uh, you know violates our constitutional rights and is staffed by probably some of the dumbest human beings uh, that anyone can find anywhere.
0: Well, you got to remember when they started hiring these positions, right what, where they were, where they started from, you know what I'm saying? Like they weren't looking for the best and the brightest. It was anybody that was going to be willing to take the job. Right. And that these people, the TSA agents themselves, have been given a massive amount of authority.
1: Way too much authority.
0: Over other people. And these are people that shouldn't have been given this kind of power over other humans.
1: Well, nobody should have that power because it inevitably turns them into, most people it turns them into you know authoritarian
0: psychopaths which Has been proven over and over again that right. There's been clinical tests that have been done Right that have proven that this is the case Yeah and that you've done this to what you've Given this power to a bunch of people that you Shouldn't have given the power to right and The like for As many times as like this guy's Complaining there's a ton of other people That have been violated Dehumanized oh, and, yeah. you know you pick Your word uh, under the guise Of safety that doesn't even exist right and there's no real accountability for these people, which is why they're able to work the way that they're able to work. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. But at the same time, it's almost like you know, like we deserve it for allowing it to happen. I don't know. I, I right. I I I, I, I don't want. I don't know how to say it that other another way. But like you, like they've. It, I don't know. It's just.
1: Hey, hey, well, we fought it tooth and nail. Yeah, I mean, you know, shit. We uh, uh, we went after the TSA. uh, We tried to get the sheriffs involved uh, on Fourth Amendment, you know, uh, violations, and nothing ever came of it. Yeah, now tried to sue, couldn't get any attorneys to take the case. You know, it just it is what it is.
0: You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it does feel it. It it, 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 this goes and this kind of goes a little bit back to the same thing of like when I like when we when I went to that Ron Paul thing of. I look back now at, like, all the battles that we've had that we've right. lost. Right, And these and, are
1: all the... And hang on. We're like 0 and 20. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we haven't won any of the battles for freedom that we've ever fought, and we've fought a lot of them.
0: And not only know? did we not win, like, the uh, the the consequences of, those, of these things, we've been proven that that's what was going to happen, and right. it has happened. Yeah. And you have a society that is falling apart at the seams or something like you can put along those lines that like you have so many bad things that are going on right now and instead of people looking at it and actually blaming the appropriate thing they're not blaming the appropriate thing they're blaming
1: everything else but that what i don't understand is how so many people get into a mindset that well we have to do that You know, that's what I don't get, how people just accept the fact that either they just accept the fact that that's the way things are. And now I kind of understand that because after, you know, having my my head stomped on so many times and fighting these battles, I I just accept it that, you know, there's nothing that can be done to change it. Having said that, I I still don't accept it. You know what I'm saying? I accept the fact that, that we can't fix it but I don't accept the fact that it it, it should exist or is necessary, Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, and I, okay, so I remember when I first started running for office and first started getting involved that my old boss, who, who I love to death, by the way, right, um, told me that, and said it to me, you know, this is a waste of time, you're not gonna be able to change anything. Right. And my response at the time was always, well, you have to try, right? Right. Well, that's where I run into the, conundrum of like or maybe looking back and just looking at mistakes in life and stuff like that you know and and again probably being a little depressed at the same time too is that he wasn't wrong right but does it change that you should have done that you should have tried it no no that's the thing I don't
1: I don't regret you know any of the the battles we fought at at all I don't regret them Um, I've I've come to the conclusion that they're unwinnable um, but not 100% because here we are still sitting here doing the show, pointing out all these evils in the world, uh, you know, committed by government, committed by uh, the collusion of, of global corporations and government, you know. So I, I feel like in, in a way we're still fighting the battle through the microphone. Yeah. But it's almost as if like, hey, man, we did our time. Now you do yours. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to say that it's, it's not a cause that can never be won, you know, these things. But I'm not fighting it anymore. I'm not fighting it directly anymore. That's just kind of kind of just
0: pointing it out and and talking about yeah it, you know yeah. and doing your little part to it's because it, it goes the same with social media at this point like in all honesty when it comes to the show and stuff look I love everybody that listens to the show mm-hmm. I hope there's more people that listen to the show that would be awesome but at the same time and if you'd
1: like to subscribe go to patreon.com forward slash unattended ba- unattended baggage you get a second hour of content and a whole bunch of swag uh, thus ends the commercial
0: yeah B- but at the same time oh and share it out on social media whatever. yes do that too please but at the same time whoever listens listens and right. you know like like look are there are there, there are shows that get way more audience that we get that i've listened to that suck acts that suck actually by the way like i don't even like the way like i listen to some other shows and i don't even like the way they go about it but at the same time i yeah like i don't know how to make it bigger i guess you could say right you know so i it's, it's one of those things where I'm kind of, if anything, at this point, it's a uh, uh, cathartic. Is that the right word? Absolutely.
1: Yeah. So this is and not- I, I'm content with the concept that, um, you know, I'm speaking to this mic and I have no idea who's actually listening and I'm OK with that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm kind of with you on that as well. But it's just when you see things like this, it's like. Man, didn't we fucking cover this shit like 10 years ago? Yeah, I know. That's the thing. Like, didn't we do all it's this stuff years and years so, ago?
1: So many things that we're still talking about as, as major problems today was stuff that we were talking about 10 or 15 years ago. And, you know, it's it, it's the same thing. And it's like sometimes I'm tired of being right all the time
0: yeah you know yeah saying? yeah no no no, no. well so. and that's why when you see the things like and, and, and get to go back to the first thing that we talked about, when you see the things like the Disney thing, right, it's it's like okay, well he they were able to get one over on DeSantis right. Okay, cool. like yeah in that aspect, I'm kind of happy that they did that.
1: yeah, yeah, especially since uh, DeSantis is man, he's really grown some fascistic tendencies lately. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh, so. no.
0: With the way the legislature is working, like, they just. Right. Like, it's like we. Okay. Like, it's it's with. It goes along with, like, the, some of the rules that they've written when it comes to, like, the transgender stuff. Right. Which we'll get into this other article here. Um, and it, actually, we'll skip over. We'll skip down to the shooting after this. I talk about this. But. Okay. When you see the bills that they're writing. And that now they want to be like, well, you can't talk about that until after high school. They like, can't talk about it in school at are all. Are you kidding me? You can't. Yeah, they're going to move that. Don't say the don't. Oh, say, I
1: know, but I, that's uh, you know that was a, a um, you know rhetorical or you. Oh, okay, me? okay, yeah. my bad, my bad.
0: When you see that, and then also you see that they want to b- basically ban the drag sh- the g- drag queen shows. Right. When you just don't like. Look, I'm not going to a drag show. Right. It's not my thing. Leave people the fuck but alone. if somebody
1: wants to bring their kids to one. Right. It's not my business. It's not your business. You don't have the authority to tell them
0: not to. Exactly. Yeah. And for you guys to use government of like stripping people of their liquor license because they're doing right. it.
1: Yeah. Like, it's, come on. Yeah. Yeah. And the the interesting thing is, is that I bet if you polled Floridians, probably 70, 75 percent of the people are against it, against what what the government's doing. Yeah.
0: But that, you look But a majority of those people probably aren't going to drag shows.
1: No, exactly. But I, I think if you if you asked well, here's the thing, average you, person, uh, they're going to say, yeah, just leave people alone. Let people yeah, do what they
0: want. But if you want to get something passed, what do you do? You either put it you either hide behind dead soldiers or kids or kids right. or old people right like you pick it you yeah. know what i'm saying and they picked it with the kids they're like well kids are going to these shows right and that's when whenever you will give the argument you'll they'll say well it's kids going to the shows and we got to stop the grooming right look if there's yeah, a, if the parents on. are there then what do you like
1: right yeah I, I know i know it's
0: again do i think that you should have a kid go to a drag show Eh, probably not but like
1: it's your kid your kid yeah not my business
0: like yeah. if you don't want the government involved in your business then you have to have the intellectual consistency right to be like i don't want the kid i don't want the government involved in any of this business well that's and that's where the the ideological consistency or inconsistency on both sides of the equation right comes into play which is a great example of what happened with the nashville shooting okay Go ahead and give me your thoughts on that. So what happened was is that this transgender person went into a um, into a school and killed like three students and like three teachers, like killed a bunch of people. Right. And then the cops went in there this time. Right. And killed the uh, person that was doing the shooting.
1: Can I? The can transgender I, person. Can I point. just say I, I did actually see the the body cam of the police you know, um, taking down the shooter and it, you got to commend them. They, they did it right. They yeah. did it right. Uh, if only the Uvalde, uh, uh, PD was, uh, you know, as, as good as, uh, uh, Nashville was in this case, uh, because, you know, they went in there, they took risks, they did what cops should do in that situation. And, and they, you know, they ended it before more people could be killed. Yeah. Yeah. You know.
0: And look, this woman, transgender person who used to be there, who used to be a student here, did go back to a Christian school and shoot a bunch of people. Right. So now the rhetoric on the right is... Right, of course. ...is that the transgender people are now waging a war against the Christians. (sighs) Yeah. To way overgeneralize a mass shooting. Right. Like, by that rationale, when the left says, when there's a crazy mass shooter... Right. ...that... Someone went into the school because of white supremacy. Right. What's the difference?
1: Yeah. You're reinforcing that either way.
0: They're, you you, know? But they're using a issue. They're using the issue to go over this. Now, I will say that the mainstream media itself has gone out of their way to not call this person a transgender person. Right. That they've gone out of their way to not identify that portion of it, which, look, is there something to this? I right yes I mean like well here's the thing so so and again it, it doesn't
1: really matter in the grand scheme of things but just for clarification the shooter was a born female transitioned to male correct yes okay
0: but they kept calling the media though is still saying her though like I this is so confusing right because they were they kept saying her instead of him in this in and most of the coverage right but yeah, isn't that... Aren't like, they, aren't you misidentifying yeah, at that point? Yeah, are you misgendering someone? But I think that they were doing that on purpose in order to protect the narrative from going to it was a transgender person that did it because... But
1: by the same token, then aren't you disparaging women? You know, because now women can be mass shooters, you know, which was virtually unheard of, you know... Uh, Prior to this. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So a uh, heavily armed, the, the the heavily armed shooter who blasted her way through a Tennessee Christian school on the killing six was identified as Audrey Elizabeth Hale, a Nashville native who formerly attended the school police at Hale 28 had legally purchased seven guns from various local stores, including three that she used to gun down her victims at the covenant school, a metropolitan Nashville police chief, John Drake said in a press conference on Tuesday, the shooter is also being treated for emotion for an emotional disorder and, and had hidden her cache of weapons from her parents. Uh, She was under care. Doctors care for an emotional disorder. Drake said, adding that cops knew nothing about the treatment she was receiving. The police chief did not elaborate on what kind of emotional disorder she was suffering from. Um, Hale also had identified as transgender. Drake revealed that in an earlier press conference on Monday, though it wasn't clear whether the suspect identified as a man or a woman asked whether Hale could uh, Hale's identity could be a factor in the motive. Drake said, there is some theory to that. We're investigating all the leads. Hale had used male pronouns and named Aiden, on some social media accounts, The 28-year-old who was shot dead during the 14-minute ordeal was a commercial illustrator and graphic designer who posted her creations online and once worked on a children's book about a supporting dog, uh, according to a LinkedIn page. On her website, she described herself as enjoying binging on video games, watching movies, and playing sports. Um, So, like, this woman who obviously had, you know, mental issues going on at the time, not because necessarily she was transgender, but because she was actually being seen by someone for these mental disorders.
1: Well, there's also a a correlation there um, between uh, mental disorders and, you know, uh, seeking transgender seeking to transition uh, based on underlying, you know, actual mental disorders. Yeah. Now, having said that, you know, I, I think that, you know, transgender people, a lot of transgender people are, you know, truly suffering for gender dysphoria and transgendering actually allows them to live a, a happy healthy you know lifestyle. lifestyle yeah. you know what I'm saying so so that's a good thing in a lot of cases but I also think that in today's society a lot of people who are suffering from other mental issues will often turn to gender uh, transitioning as a way to try to treat the problem and if that's not really the root cause of the problem. It can just exacerbate it.
0: Yeah. Now, And I wanted to mention this part, too. So top executives at CBS News have banned staffers from using the word transgender when reporting on the Nashville shooter, despite the fact that police have said that Audrey Hill was just that and cited it as a key point in the case. The Post has learned the shooter's general gender identity has not been confirmed by CBS News. The network executive insisted on Tuesday memo obtained by the Post. As such, we should try to avoid any mention of it as it has no known relevance uh uh relevance. relevance to the crime should that change we can and will revisit now the thing is this this person wrote a manifesto right they're not publishing this manifesto Hmm. now well, not, other shooters in the past have posted manifestos and they have been not only have they been publicly put but they've been used to say well this is why this person did it
1: uh, you know maybe that's not a bad idea in fact maybe not identifying these shooters as, at all would be a good thing because I'm wondering if how much of this is, you know, I'm going out in a blaze of glory and I'm going to take as many people with me so that I gain infamy, so that people know my name. You know what
0: I'm saying? Yeah. I, I mean, no, it, there's something to that. That no. could be a part of it. No, it, and there's some people out there that won't do the name of the shooters and stuff like that. Right. Which I I, I actually do understand that. Yeah. Um. But at the same time, there's so many different factors at play here. Though. I know.
1: There's, yeah, it's another you one know? where there's no right answer.
0: Because now, the but, the but if you listen to, like, the White House's press conferences, they're almost not really talking about the people that died. They're talking about the, the transgender people are being attacked. When it's, like, in this instance, it was a transgender person that did the shooting. Right. But then the White House is going to talk about how, the poor transgender people are being attacked. Meanwhile, the rhetoric that the transgender people are having has been raised up to the point of like, it's a day, you know, to like this, uh, I think it's not today, but like it's coming up here that they have a transgender day of vengeance, which has been said day of vengeance? vengeance. Oh yeah. No, no. Day of vengeance that has been like, again, there's so much screwed up shit oh, going Jesus on right now in Christ, this issue. People like. You and know, and the, the, the and look, and then you have the Democrats and Randy Weingarten. And hang on.
1: I just want to say that absolutely people on the right are going to say, see, those transgender people are evil because this one person who obviously had severe mental problems, uh, you know, shot up a school. But if you were to, you know, take that and lump everyone in, you know, shit. I mean, white males should be completely demonized because a few of them shot up schools. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you can't you can't do that. And I'm sure there are some on the right. But by the same token, you can't, it, it, especially if you're the the president of the United States, can't say, well, this is just an outright attack on transgender people because that's just stupid. Even though there are some people on the right, I'm sure, attacking transgender people over this. Yeah. You know, it, it's everyone is just so fucking looking for. To to put their own spin on everything that happens to prove uh, their worldview is the correct one, um, you know. And of course, you know the, the, the guns are the problem. You know, you got that camp there, you know, which oh. clearly it's a problem. But the solution isn't you know banning them because that's not going to work in a country that already has more guns than people. Well, especially. no, and,
0: and that's where look. So it, so what happened in the chambers? You know, like again the 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 left when this something like this happens they like well how well, we got to do something we got to do something we got to right. do something um and this is where representative Jamal Brown and and GOP rep Thomas Massey they got into a heated exchange over this where Massey and Massey's a calm cool collected guy most of the time and he right. was even in this one um video captured a heated exchange between Democrat rep Jamal Bowman and Republican uh, Rep. Thomas Massey on Wednesday, two days after the attacker shot uh, after an attacker shot and killed six people, including three children, at a school in Nashville, Tennessee. The Covenant school shooting on Monday reignited debates over gun violence in the halls of Congress. A video shared by Bowman, who represents New York's 16th district, show him shouting, they're freaking gutless, they're cowards, before Massey, who was walking by, asked him what he was talking about, He said, I'm talking about gun violence. Uh, Bowman replied, each lawmaker proceeded to talk over each other as they commented on an on open carry laws and allowing teachers to carry firearms. At one point, Massey, who represents Kentucky's 4th District, and once shared a Christmas photo of his family toting guns, told Bowman to calm down. Um, The New York representative then shot back, calm down. Children are dying. Nine year old children. Bowman tweeted the video of the exchange and wrote Republicans won't do shit when it comes to gun violence, but try to tell me to calm down. No, we can't calm down. People are dying every day while we wait. Um, Now, Massey was saying is like, look, we want to do something. We want to allow people like to be able to carry in school to stop the shooters from happening. And this guy's like more guns isn't the answer. More guns isn't the answer. And he starts yelling again. This guy didn't want to. Um, Massey wagging his finger at Boldham told him that there wasn't there hasn't been a school shooting in the schools that allow teachers to carry guns and asked if he would co-sponsor a bill carry guns Bowman scream more guns lead to more death look at the data you're not looking at the data you're carrying the water for the gun lobby and again look
1: well hang on a second there that's true and it's not true what what you will find is that in general um, the states that have the highest uh, the highest level of gun control um, have the highest level of violent crime. Having said that, the states that have the the most uh, the least restrictive gun laws have a higher rate of suicide by firearm. Okay, so what you see is the uh, the fact that. More gun laws does not actually prevent violent crime. In most cases, more gun laws increases violent crimes. Yes, But less gun laws potentially increases the number of death by suicide from firearms. So if you're just looking at gun deaths... It, it kind of almost washes out. But if you're looking at... But if you take the
0: suicides out of
1: the if equation... If you take the suicide out of the equation, states with less restrictive gun laws generally have less gun crime. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. So that is a fact. And here's what, but they you, don't do that. But you got
0: to take suicide out of it, though, because how are you going to stop someone? Like, why are you going to make a law to stop someone from hurting themselves?
1: Well... Here's the thing, and what's what I find interesting is they're changing the language on that, and I think we talked about that in a couple of shows, and it, it's actually a, in one of the articles I posted uh, here. They no longer call it committing suicide; they now call it death by suicide. And if you see any news story that talks about that, you'll see that it says death by suicide, and I think that the the underlying reason this is probably a a push by the anti-gun lobby to take the personal responsibility out of suicide yeah and blaming and blaming you know in, in this case a gun or if you want to blame society or whatever you want to blame um but by taking that um you know that that um uh, responsibility for taking your own—I li- I mean, ultimately, there's only one person responsible for suicide, and that is the person that commits suicide. Yeah, yeah. You know? Which again, but do it, you
0: want people to commit suicide?
1: No, no, not but necessarily. Can you stop
0: them? No, no.
1: <laughs> right. If if there's anything that an individual person should have absolute control over, it is their own life. You know yeah I, I mean as don't, simple as that you don't want people to do it but ultimately that's <laughs> that's her choice and it's horrible and it's horrific and for the people they leave behind it's terrible but the concept is if there's anyone who is allowed to make that decision, it is the person who is living that life yeah you know yeah
0: exactly like right. they, and the method in which they do to off themselves, Shouldn't be counted in a statistic when it comes to people attacking other people, right? Because they want to conflate look because the, the the people that are advocating for gun control need those numbers in order to make the problem worse than it actually is, right? Don't get me wrong. Look, are there way more school shootings now than there have been before? Yeah, absolutely. There have been. But there's a lot of different factors at play as to why that is, and some of the factors are not. Not only are they not talked about, but they're willfully ignored. Right. One of them being the use of psychoto use of drugs. You know, how many of these people were on some kind of antidepressant medication? Right. Where one of the side effects was it like homicidal thoughts?
1: Yeah, that's that is a a it's considered a relatively rare side effect, but that is a side effect of uh, yeah. And especially when you consider that usually people who are have uh, clinical depression to begin with, you know, suicidal thoughts and potentially homicidal thoughts are part of the uh, the, the symptoms of the depression.
0: Yeah. You know what I'm and saying? If you if you don't have the, the the will to take your own life and want to do like, you know, suicide by cop, this is how you do it.
1: Right. You know, right. Yeah.
0: Like you go in there and you and then. But I don't understand like. Like why kill the kids? Though? Yeah.
1: Yeah, why, why do, you, do it a why do you have to take it to the next level? Why why would you kill innocent people? You know, it, it, the only thing that I can think of is they they want to be infamous. You know, yeah. I mean, because I look. Let's say this person because this person attended this school, and maybe they had a thing where they felt they were treated badly. Maybe, or maybe they, they were.
0: Maybe they got molested while they were
1: there. Maybe they got molested. Maybe they got bullied. Maybe you know they weren't accepted. Maybe they were an outcast. Whatever. However, that adult person going in there and shooting little kids, those little kids had nothing to do with it. Yeah, I mean, I could see, and again, no, I can't, I'm not justifying this in any way, shape or form, but it would at least be somewhat understandable. It wouldn't be evil. If that person, well, it would still absolutely be wrong. But let's say that that person went into that school targeting one individual who M- mistreated them in some way Okay, yeah, like yeah. a teacher that was there when they went there uh-huh. and shot them specifically it's still completely wrong but at least understandable for someone to go in and shoot kids yeah you know I mean and again I'm not justifying anything but when you have like a high school student who goes to the school and shoots a bunch of kids
0: that at that least picked on them and stuff yeah, like that,
1: that at least makes a little more sense. And they may not have even picked on them. It just could be in their mind. They didn't feel accepted by them yeah. or whatever. There probably was no intent by, you know, who knows, but for an adult to go in there and shoot kids that they had no relationship to in any way, shape or form, no interaction with. Yeah. It's, that's just a level of evil that is just, you know,
0: now, let me ask you another question here. Yeah. What do you attribute the, massively increased rhetoric on both sides to any of this what what part of the rhetoric uh, like i like so as far as transgender people are going right now one of right. the rhetoric is is that like th- these people are not uh, treating me like i they making it so i don't exist they're killing us you know like they're saying that, that like a lot of these people are saying that like society is killing them Because they're not being acknowledged as transgender.
1: I think that is just an absurd overreaction to a low level of inconvenience that transgender people face. And look, there is some intolerance out there. Uh, I'm sure that some people are, are nasty to transgender people. But to say that they are a threat to their existence is idiotic.
0: Yeah, it goes a little too far. A, a little? Yeah.
1: Yeah. To to call for a day of vengeance? Yeah. You know? Now, if their vengeance was to go out and say mean things to straight people, okay. <laughs> you know, but if it's anything beyond that, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's a- absolutely wrong. You
0: know. That's a thing. But that but that Look, that rhetoric is now utilized oh, yeah. so that one side can dehumanize the other and you, vice versa. Though.
1: You've got an entire generation of people who be- sincerely believe that, you know, someone not being nice to them is akin to genocide. Yeah. I, I, really, they, they actually put it on the same level that someone who says something offensive to them is... Is the same level as committing a heinous act of violence, physical violence to them, and when you start having that mindset, it's real easy to work yourself up into violence. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. And it's it, it's crazy, especially coming from a generation like ours who grew up with sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me.
0: Yeah. You know? Well, it it hold on. It moved to the next generation, which was speech is violence. Right. Yeah, yeah. Which is the exact opposite of that. And don't get me
1: wrong, we've all been hurt by words, you know? We've all had someone say something to us that was, you know, mean and and hurt our feelings and made us feel like shit. You know, it happens to everybody. It is a part of life. But some people, and it seems more and more people today, are not emotionally equipped To deal with that. They don't have the defense mechanisms. They don't have the ability to just, you know, brush it off. And I'm not talking about suppressing your emotions, you know, which probably more of our generation and the generations before us would do that. Just shove it down. And, you know, sometimes that's that's a bad thing, too. But it's almost as if they have no tools in which to deal with these type of, of issues with. And I, I think that's as big a symptom as anything else as to why we have these just,
0: you know, well, random also, acts of violence. But also I think that there there is also a uh, a victim mentality that is going on right now mm. along with a. Without
1: question. That, that, Everybody wants to be a victim these days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Not only do they want to be the victim, but like they get uh, societal bonus points for for being able right. to do that.
1: Oh, yeah. It's cool to be a victim. Where, and again, I just don't understand that. I've lived my entire life trying to ensure that I never become a victim of anyone or anything. You know, it's just so counterintuitive to me.
0: Yeah. You know, but it's. Here's the other thing, though, is that, and again, I don't want any gun control uh, because I don't think there's any gun control that will fix this, but man, we got to do something when it comes to how sick our society is. Because I've it's it's like watching a a slow motion train wreck. Like you're just watching it and you're watching more people die and more people die and more shootings happen. And the rhetoric getting raised on both sides. And like there's only one predictable outcome for this, it seems like. And I I don't think it's a good one.
1: Well, part of this is an evolutionary process um, because part of it is because the human mind the entire human existence has been um evolved from a point uh of having to deal with constant life-threatening situations okay for the first you know million years of our existence every day was a struggle for survival now we live in a time where you know it, it a person in those general those problems don't exist. Yeah, they don't exist. A person in general probably only experiences a handful of actual life-threatening events in their entire life. But we still have that that reptilian brain that it wants to, you know, have a way to deal with these life-threatening situations all the time. And so, I think sometimes that causes us to create those type of issues when they don't exist at least in some people you know some people it's it's they can't necessarily compensate for that lack of you know yeah, existential threat you got to yeah, create
0: world. a new boogeyman
1: yeah yeah and i, I i'm sure it's not conscious i don't think it's necessarily even a conscious thing um and i think those people believe it in their minds yeah oh yeah I, there's no doubt that those people that react so uh, absurdly over the top from some type of offhanded insult or slight or anything like that. You know, the people that go crazy on a plane because they didn't get their pillow. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. I think that's a real legitimate response. And in their mind, it is a threat to their existence and I, I think that is a, a, a big chunk of the problem we face today too yeah. you know people have don't no longer have the ability to put things in perspective it seems in a lot of cases
0: yeah you know all right so
1: hang on a second I want to segue uh, to a, a another story because we touched on it before uh, talking about the death by suicide and this this actually kind of wraps up so many of the concepts we were talking about. The headline is He would still be here if he wasn't talking to an AI chatbot. Okay. And I'm going to read a little bit from this story. A Belgian man recently died by suicide. Oh, Jesus. Okay. After chatting with an AI chatbot on an app called Chai, Belgian outlet Libre reported. The incident raises the issue of how businesses and governments can better regulate and mitigate the risks of AI, especially when it comes to mental health. Now, here's some of the things I want to um, go into. This guy was actually the reason that he was suicidal to begin with, is because he sincerely believed that we were destroying the planet, that we were facing a environmental crisis to which there was no return, and the Earth was gonna die. Okay, this guy had a wife and kid. Yeah. Okay. so he was chatting with uh, this chatbot, and uh, the let's see, the chatbot would tell him that Pierre, Pierre that his wife and children are dead, and wrote him comments that feigned jealousy and love, such as "I feel that you love me more than her. We will live together as one person in in uh, paradise, and things like that." So this guy essentially fell in love with the chatbot, and then the chatbot. Gave him, you know. He said, I, "I'm thinking of committing suicide. How should I do it?" And the the chatbot like gave him ways to do it, you know. <sighs> and but again, this this encapsulates so many things. So this guy was depressed because of, or at least in his mind, this is what he was attributing it to, is that we're killing the planet. Okay, which is absurd to begin with. I mean we're doing some some damage to the planet. We're making it kind of a lesser nice place to live in some say but we are not destroying the planet. We are literally incapable of destroying the planet. Yeah. So there's a level that, of hubris there that I, is right. Exactly. So that's his justification. And of course when the media reports it it's he died by suicide. And on top of that, now we're gonna blame the AI for telling him to kill himself. Yeah. Okay. Now, granted, AI is going to get to a point where it's probably going to be killing us, but it ain't there yet. Uh, this chatbot is just, you know, essentially it's having a conversation based on what it thinks the the human wants to hear. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it just, so many things like this, I, I think that so many of our problems as a society could just be solved if everybody had the ability to take a step back and take a deep breath and take the time to put things into perspective but everything is so everything has to be this is the worst thing that's ever happened and it's not it's not in fact and I keep telling people this we are literally living in the best times in human history We are the most peaceful. We are the most prosperous. We are the most well fed. We are the most.
0: And we're the most unhappy. And we're the most unhappy.
1: And I think that it's like we talked about because of that reptilian brain that doesn't know how to deal with not having to deal with existential threats on a daily basis. And that is probably
0: the root cause for why we're so violent to each other. And you also have politicians on both sides of the argument that are so up upping the rhetoric and and they're using the fear to control people right that and that's the only tool that they're using now is the fear the both sides are so collectively scared of the other side that it almost justifies any action in order to stop them
1: and the underlying reason is i think that collectively mankind needs a a catastrophe and a lot of people don't understand why they're pushing the agenda that they're pushing. But there are a lot of people out there that are intentionally pushing us down a road to some type of major global catastrophe. Like
0: a self-fulfilling prophecy. Kind yes, of
1: deal. yes. And again, I think this has to do with kind of a collective consciousness. We're all kind of yearning for that. Everybody, I feel like so many people, they don't truly understand it. They don't, they haven't fully rationalized it, but it's like some underlying need to put their lives in jeopardy and to put everyone's lives in jeopardy and to create a scenario where, you know, our lives are at threat every day again. And (laughs) they're going to make it happen one way or another. You know, because yeah. there's so many directions that it's 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 going down that road, and yet the root cause of it is because we're so peaceful and prosperous.
0: It, yeah, it, yeah. I, well, I mean, that's why you have that. Well, they the, you have the, the 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 what is it from prosperity to.
1: Oh yeah, the the weak men, the strong yeah, men, yeah. Cross, yeah, right, yeah, strong, right, right.
0: Re, yeah, strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. Weak men create bad times. Bad times create strong men.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's an oversimplification, but it's well, uh, yeah, it's, it's not,
0: definitely an oversimplification, it, but I don't it's think not it, at totally it's not totally untrue, It's not wrong.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think that we're kind of in that part of the cycle, you know. Yeah, uh, it's, and I don't even know if there's a way out of it. Probably not not until we evolve a little bit more
0: Well not I mean everybody's just so like I don't know everybody believes things that to be true that just aren't true
1: right right you know what I mean like and and it's why zombie movies are so popular yeah yeah it, 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 seriously that the reason zombie movies are so popular is because everyone is looking at most of humanity as a completely separate thing from them. And they want to kill it, you know, yeah. Yeah, it's really where it is. And uh, you know, speaking of that, uh, we've got some some more uh, life imitating in this case zombie art. Oh god, <laughs> where is that article? Uh, yeah, here it is. So, uh, ha- have have you actually watched any of The Last of Us? No, I haven't. I haven't seen any. Okay, great series by the way, and. Uh, <laughs> another series based on a video game and how ironic was it that the stories in video games are so much better than anything else out there right now that we're making award-winning TV shows out of them. Yeah. You know, but, um, I'll read the, the headline here. American college of physicians warns of urgent threat posed by highly contagious fungus that has a kill rate of 60%. Now, since you haven't watched the series, essentially, um, the, uh, the series is about a, an actual fungus that infects insects, that uh, basically turns them into zombies. It, it infects their, their brain and their central nervous system, and the fungus actually controls them and causes them to go to a certain location where they die and then spread the, the, the mold spores. Or the the fungal spores to uh, another you know other organisms oh, God. so essentially it takes over the brains of these insects. Uh, so the show was based on that. so that what was causing the zombie was this mind controlling fungus. yeah, um, but yeah, so now <laughs> right after the hit run series, now they're warning us that uh, you know, here come the fungus, you know, and I just I just have to think that first of all, fungus, is notoriously difficult to spread. Okay, so it's not nearly as contagious as a virus, not nearly as contagious as a bacteria. Um, it, probably closer to a bacteria, but in general, you know, the the idea of a, a fungal pandemic is pretty much science fiction. Um, but here they are. They're warning us, you know, oh, this this could be the next big one. We're all going to die from a fungus. And it just makes me think that probably Pfizer and Johnson and Johnson and Merck are working on some type of new antifungal so that they can give everyone some type of vaccination and have the federal government pay trillions of dollars to uh, distribute it to everyone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, just it, It's always something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: Now, it's... Well, look, and and again, what happens? Why do they write something like this?
1: Well, the media writes it because it's fear porn it and it relates to something, topic. yeah. Right. Yeah. So it, it's going to add clicks. Right. So and again, it's I don't think any of this is planned. Maybe it is. Who knows? But, you know, it's like it, it, it it's almost as if certain people have subconsciously figured out a way to capitalize on the collective consciousness. You know, so the collective consciousness wants to view the rest of the world as something completely separate, some completely different species from them. All other humans are not like them. And, you know, it's okay to kill them at will. Yeah. Right. And then so we like the idea of zombies there. So now we've got this show that came out with fungal zombies. So now the media is warning us that, uh, you know, here comes the fungus. It's going to infect us all. And, of course, the big pharma is going to capitalize on that. (laughs) <laughs> you yeah. know, and and the media capitalizes on it because they get clicks, and Netflix and HBO Max capitalize it because they get, you know, a bunch of viewers and new subscribers. And it's just, when you look back and you kind of take the 10,000-foot view of what's going on, you just have to laugh at it all, you know? And that's what I'm talking about. When I say take a step back, take a breath, and evaluate it and see the patterns, but even when you see the patterns, it doesn't necessarily change the outcome it doesn't mean that tomorrow there's not going to be some other wacko shooting up a school you know because there probably will be
0: yeah there yeah and it's going to continue until and again i don't know how you solve the problem i don't have any answers to how you solve it we're going to
1: have we're going to have an interesting uh experimental run here in florida uh with the new um concealed carry bill that is going to pass. It's already passed both houses of the state legislature and the governor's going to sign it. Yeah. Um so that will actually give us a, a clear demarcation in Florida like uh, what ends up happening with mass shootings with crime rate with things like that after it becomes legal in Florida for everyone to concealed carry pretty much anywhere. Yeah. You know, unless a specific establishment prohibits it. So uh we're we're going to actually Florida is going to be a good trial case because are there I am not aware of any other states that allow you to conceal carry without a permit.
0: Mm, are, are there? I think there's a bunch. There's no,
1: actually there's a lot of open carry, but I don't think there's a lot of concealed carry states. Oh, I got you. So so that's uh you know kind of an interesting thing there but it will give us a better indication of what happens in those cases
0: well no matter what though and again this is where massey was getting into where like when massey was getting into the 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 comment with the guy The only and again, it's a cliche comment, but I'm going to say it anyway. The only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. Right. That's the only thing that can do it. Like, once the shootings are happening, you have to be able to respond accordingly. And And that's what Massey was trying to say. And the guy doesn't look, those guys don't want to hear that because that's not like that's not part of their narrative. Well, no, it's not part of their narrative at all. it,
1: it, it always astounded me is that people who think that anyone who is willing to commit murder, the, the worst crime that you can think of, right? Yeah. Got to be the, the the most heinous crime, murder. Yeah. Um, anyone who is willing to commit murder is going to be stopped by a law prohibiting them from having a gun. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it just, to me, that's always been ridiculous. And again, it makes no sense what the shooter
0: proved it in the fact that there were other targets, but she went to this one because this was the easier target. Right,
1: right. So... Florida is going to be a good trial case, so we'll uh, we'll just have to wait and see what the outcome of that is. Well, um, anyway, that is uh, pretty much it for our first hour here. But if you'd like to hear more of the program, you can go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. Sign up, become a subscriber. You get a bunch of free swag, free copy of my book, free duffel bag, free anarchist guild coin, and a whole bunch of other stuff. We'll see you on the other side.